Your greatest moment in life, defining moment in life, is before you. You are, you are not finished. You're not finished. You just begun. It's not over until God says it's over. So don't be lukewarm, double-minded, and looking back. Get all excited because everything is, everything is on time. Everything is on time. You hear me? Everything is on time. He will make all things work for the good of them that love God. He will turn your ashes of a failure, of a disappointment, of a disillusionment, and turn it into something beautiful. Something beautiful. I said, He's going to give you beauty for ashes. So we, we are just so blessed. There is nothing to, to, to be anxious about. You just walk in the Spirit and you do it all right. Today about the fifth seal of Revelation 6. As always, I'm Andy Wallace and I am joined by our pastor, mentor, last day's prophet, Dr. Robert Mawiri. Open us in prayer and greet the people, please, Dr. Mawiri. Thank you for watching. Father God, I pray a special blessing upon mm. each person that's watching. You know their needs. You know where they're hurting. I pray that you meet them at their point of need right now. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen and amen. Good to be back together. Yes. I'm excited about this series. We've had a lot of people that have made comments about that four seal and how they were really getting more education and more enlightenment I mean, and getting prepared more. I mean, it's just been such a, a wonderful, wonderful time for you and me to visit. And I thank God for Andy. You know, I've said this before and I say it again. Because um, some of the most incredible things you pull out of me, it just like it focuses everything on the right topic so that people can understand line upon line, precept mm, upon precept, yes, yeah, little, there, little, so that you have the big picture. Because mm. it's like a puzzle. Mm. Every piece must be fitted in. <laughs> then you see the, the picture. So I thank God for you. Amen. Uh, you know? It's been wonderful. It has, and it will continue to be. We will continue to help prepare the remnant and raise them up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. All right, let's jump in here. Last uh, time we talked about the four seal, and you showed us what the scriptures have to say about that. Today we're going to look at the fifth seal, and I want to start by asking you, what does the opening of the fifth seal mean? And I want you to answer this question for me and the people. Why is it that there's no horse rider on the fifth seal? We're going through the um, this Revelation chapter 6, the fourth horse riders. Now, the fourth, fourth, fourth horse rider, as I said before, uh, at the time of Rosh Hashanah 2020, mm -hmm. the Abrahamic Accord, uh, the pandemic, all that was the time of the release of the, the fourth horse. Mm -hmm. So the fourth horse is here, will be here until Jesus comes back. Amen. So things going to continue to happen as he orchestrates pandemics, as he orchestrates, because the fourth horse is death. In Hades. Amen. So we're going to see the pandemics, more pandemics. We're going to see more rumors of wars and wars. Mm -hmm. It's going to continue throughout uh, this period until the second coming of our Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. So the fourth horse is here, and we find that the fifth horse, the, the fifth seal mm -hmm. is opened, and there is no horse. Mm -hmm. This It moves from being a uh, on earth to heaven, there is a transition from the, there's a situation on earth to what's happening in heaven. Okay. And that's why we should read that so we find that this transition, what does it mean? Because there's something more powerful that John is looking, waiting to see another horse come out and suddenly he's taken from the island of Patmos 
to heaven itself. And he sees things in heaven. He hears the Father. He hears uh, what's going on. So let's find out from Scripture. Okay, I'm going to read uh, Revelation 6, 9 through 11. I'm going to read from the King James. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained. They called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood. Then each of them was given a white robe and they were told to wait a little longer until the full number of their fellow servants, their brothers and sisters were killed just as they had been. Now it shows clearly that the fourth seal, the, the pale horse leads to the great tribulation. Mm. So now we see the saints that have been beheaded. Their souls are now in heaven mm -hmm. under the altar because during the, the time when the fourth seal was opened and the pale horse was released, we moved to more important things that I think we should say right now to make it clear so that there's a continuity is that the pale horse brings pandemics and wars. That means it's going to lead to 2 billion people yes. killed. Mm -hmm. When the 2 billion people are killed, that's the Third World War. Mm -hmm. Out of the Third World War comes the New World Order, mm -hmm. the beast system, the Antichrist, mm -hmm. and the focus moves from this global conflict nations against nations, kingdom against kingdom, we now move towards the, the one world order focused on the persecution and extermination of the saints. Okay. Now it's focused on the believers. Can I say a demic seed? <laughs> now, we are talking about the, the new world order as it was in the days of Noah, mm -hmm. being dominated by what the Bible calls the beast. When the Bible says the beast that came out of the water, come out of the land, mm -hmm. the, it's the beast system. What is the beast system? That is a Nephilim kingdom, Thank a Nephilim-controlled government. Amen. Reptilian, I call. Mm -hmm. Why I call them reptilian is because they can change shape. Mm -hmm. they, so what we're looking at is it was in the days of Noah, is the world being dominated by the seed of the fallen angels, the, the Nephilim. They are here. They look like us. They talk like us. Mm -hmm. they, 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 they go to school like everybody, and they are in positions of power and control. Mm -hmm. And these last days, they will take control of the entire planet. Mm -hmm. That's why God will say, time out, like he did in the days of Noah. He said, mm -hmm. Time out. He wiped out the, 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 uh, the Nephilim mm -hmm. and kept one family that was pure blood. Mm -hmm. The pure blood, which is the blood of Adam and Eve. And that was Noah. Mm -hmm. So now we are back as it was in the days of Noah. The world is dominated by these people that, are, that look human, they talk human, but they are actually another species. Mm -hmm. And Jesus actually did speak about this. In the parable of the tares, you know, these are the tares. That's right. And they look like the, 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 the wheat, but they are not the wheat because mm -hmm. they are tares that they look so close mm -hmm. that when the servants say, let go and separate them, say, no, 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 you, you, you make a mistake. You won't know which one is Adamic, which one is a Nephilim. So we leave that for the angels to sort out at the end of time. Amen and amen. So now we are coming to a point in, in which we know we are in the seventh week of Daniel and the domination of this planet by the Nephilim has begun. Mm. And that's why after this global conflict, which they're going to orchestrate, and two billion people die from pandemics and from the nuclear exchange, and then... They will unite. When they unite, it will be the new world order mm -hmm. with one single agenda. That is the persecution of the saints. The 
great tribulation. Now we are in the beginning of the great tribulation. It's not yet the tribula the great tribulation. These are the beginning of sorrows. Right. It, it is the formation of the new world order. It is the pandemics. It is the war causing global financial collapse, causing the nation states to collapse through the, the nuclear holocaust, and all that will cause the whole world to literally the infrastructures of the world, the political infrastructure, the economic infrastructure, the financial infrastructure will all collapse. And then comes the man who says, I got the answer. Mm. And that man is mm. called Mr. Antichrist, mm -hmm. and he is going to take control of the amen, planet. And, amen. and he will have one enemy that is the people that say Jesus Christ is the Son of God, amen. believes in him. He will tell them to denounce Jesus and take his number 6666. And when they say no, they will be beheaded. Okay. And that's what this uh, seal is all about. Let me read two different passages for you, and I want you to talk about at first here the beheadings. I'm going to read Revelation 6 9. That one, that one uh, verse there. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained. Then I want you, I'm going to read Revelation 20 verse 4. It says, I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those that had been beheaded as you just said, because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of their God. They had not worshipped the beast or its image and did not receive the mark on their forehead or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Talk a little bit about why beheadings? Why, why not uh, 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 firing squad or death by lethal injection or, or death by hanging? Talk about beheadings. Why beheadings? Now, beheadings kind of give us an idea of what's going to happen. That it's an Islamic way of killing the infidel. Mm. So that is why I believe that there's coming a marriage between Islam, Christianity, and Judaism in this new world religion. You're talking about monotheism. This is a, a monotheism. In other words, the worship of one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But as you know, on the Dome of the Rock, it's written, mm -hmm. God is no son, God mm -hmm. is no son, Amen. God is no son. Yes. So it is the rejection of Jesus Christ as the Son of God by all the three religions. Deity. So they Deity. will say, yes, God is sovereign, mm -hmm. he is a creator, mm -hmm. but he doesn't have a son called Jesus. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was a Jewish reformer. Mm -hmm. He was not deity. He was a reformer. He was divine, he mm -hmm. like a divine teacher. Mm -hmm. But that he was equal to God? No. Anyone who says Jesus was equal to God is a devil worshiper. To worship Jesus is to worship an idol. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to make this statement, and you tell me if I'm right. Is Christianity the only religion that says Jesus is God? Now, what a profound question. That is an amazing question. That is probably the heart of the issue. It is only Christianity that says Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Now, liberal Christianity has diluted that. They are willing to accept that Jesus wasn't the Son of God, mm. that he was a, a, a divine teacher sent by God to reform Judaism, but that he was equal to God as the Son of God? No. Mm. So the church, the falling away, is denying the deity of Jesus because that is the only issue, the okay. only issue of the okay. end of time, the only issue that the New World Order has to deal with. Was Jesus the Son of God? Would, Jesus said, who do you say I am? Amen. Th that answer is the only answer that determines your eternity and my eternity and the future of the whole world. Who is Jesus of Nazareth? Well, the New World Order is going to say Jesus was not God. Nobody should worship him. Because to worship him is to worship a man as God, mm. and that is idol worship. <laughs> that is why those who continue to worship Jesus 
will be beheaded be because the, the Bible says a, an idol worshiper must be stoned to death mm -hmm. and in, in Islam must be beheaded. Mm -hmm. So those who insist on worshiping Jesus and claiming that Jesus was the son of God, the penalty for doing that is being beheaded. So that is why after the new world order has taken control of the planet through pandemics mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and through the third world war mm -hmm. and nuclear holocaust, and I believe that could happen any day, any time now, because we're in the 70th week of Daniel, mm -hmm. the period in which the Bible says there will be pandemics and wars and rumors of wars. After all that happens, they, the global economy will collapse, the financial system will collapse, and the nation states will collapse, and a new world order governed by Mr. Lucifer's son, the Antichrist, will take over and begin beheading those who believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. All right, you just said something interesting that I want you to clarify. Is it the Antichrist then that does the killings or orders the killings and orders the beheadings of the infidels, as we will be called, of the Edemic Seed Christians? Is that who orders? Is it the Antichrist that orders this? And does he do some of it himself? Well, the thing is, we know that he orders it because he is the head of the of the beast system, the Antichrist government, and they, he will be aided by the, the false, false prophet. prophet. And the false prophet will be in charge of the, uh, of the one world religion. Mm. And he will execute the will of the Antichrist by beheading all those who believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God because it will be about the monotheism the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. As a matter of fact, it would be like it was before Jesus. Because the Jews were told, Hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one. Mm -hmm. So it would be this monotheism without Jesus Christ. And it's a monotheism that will be promoted by the Antichrist for deceiving the people. The, that's when the, the falling away, which has already begun, will continue. He deceives the people by saying, there is only one God. But then you say, the God that I'm, I'm talking about is me. I am that God. Mm -hmm. So you worship me. Mm -hmm. So it moves from worshiping the one true God in heaven to I am that <laughs> one true God and you worship me. So it moves from a deception. Uh -huh. People be thinking that we're talking about the one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the, the, the monotheism of Abraham. No, at the end, it's a, he is the God. He is the man. He's, you claim to be, I'm God manifested now in the flesh. That's why you will stop the sacrifices and you say, you don't need them because I'm here and you worship me or you're dead. Roll the mark of the beast into this now. Because it says anybody that doesn't take the mark of the beast will be slain. Roll that into there. Where does that fit in? Is he wants this new world order after World War III, new world order form, one world religion, government, currency. That mark of the beast, is it then there now? And is that another tool to identify Edemic Seed Christians and try to wipe them out? Now, the, the number of the beast, 666, is this name, or oh, it's, this, it's the, the numerical value yes. of the name of the Antichrist. It also is indicative of the maturation of, the, of mankind because man was created on the sixth day. Mm -hmm. So now we're talking about the, the full manifestation of the rebellion of man being manifested through this one man who demands that you worship him as God, that is going back to Nimrod. Nimrod said, you know what? I want you to unite, to work together, to be one people. And he then 
began to show the people how to rebel against God by building the Tower of Babel. Now we are living in a time of the Tower of Babel being restored, being brought back, and people are rebelling against God. What was the, the Tower of Babel? The Tower of Babel was how to defeat God, how to stop God from punishing mankind through science and technology, how to do it our own way. And that's why they were building this observation tower mm. so as to look into, the, into space and be able to determine what's coming, the weather and things like that. So as to tell the people, we don't have to be afraid of God. When he brings another flood, we will escape. We have a way out. And this is what God said. No, we got to stop this. This mm. is happening again today because the Antichrist will be like, I am the one with the answer. Mm -hmm. Answer to your finances, answer to your political, answer to everything. He, mm -hmm. he will claim to be God with all the answers and the people will be deceived because of the false prophet. He is going to call fire from heaven. Oh yeah, it says he does miracles. He will do miracles. Mm -hmm. You'll be like, you want to know that I'm God? I'm mm -hmm. going to demonstrate to you yep. with lying wonders. He's going to deceive many to believe that he is God manifested in the flesh because the false prophet will be doing these false miracles mm -hmm. to deceive those who do not know Jesus, who do not have a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus. All right, let's talk about that because this question yeah. just came in now. Here's, here, I'm, I'm going to read this to you. You stated that overcomers will go through the tribulation if the Antichrist is killing all the believers. Why does it say, why do you say that at the rapture, the dead in Christ will rise first and we who are alive will be met up in the Lord? Who are those that are alive and who survive then? There are two groups of people in terms of the body of Christ. The wise virgins and the foolish virgins. Okay. Those who are born again and sanctified. Then there are those who are born again and not sanctified. They truly receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. They are not walking the talk. They are not living the life. They are not at the center of God's will. They're doing their own thing, their own way, but they have been born again. That's the group that's going to go through the fire of cleansing. Hmm. The great tribulation is a cleansing in preparation for the wedding feast of the Lord because the party is about to begin and they're not ready. They don't have their, they, they, their wedding robe on. They, don't, they are not prepared because they're all soiled and dirty, but they're born again. God's giving them a second chance, an opportunity to be purified, not saved. They are saved. We're talking about sanctification because it's critical that you are sanctified because without holiness, no man will see God. No man will see God. Okay, I got to stop you there because it's something you said because it could be misinterpreted. You said that the ones that are not sanctified yet will be the ones to go through the great tribulation. Let me make, let me make sure I understand something clear in what I think you've said. We're all going to still be there going through it, but when you say the great tribulation, this is that that uh, beheadings, the into captivity, those are the people that you're talking about are need, are going to have to be refined where I believe you've said the overcomers will go invisible, they'll have food, uh, they, they, they're, they're, they're sanctified into holiness and the others aren't. But we're all still here going through the period there's not like two different raptures. Am I understanding that correct? There are not two raptures, there's only one rapture which is the first resurrection. Okay. When Christ comes back for the church post-tribulation, pre-wrath of God. Amen. When he takes the church, the whole church. Yes. Those who us. were sanctified and those who got sanctified through the fire of the great tribulation. Amen. They all are now without spot, without yes. wrinkle. Yes. And some of them dead in Christ. Some of them died and the other one's alive. Now, those who are alive 
are those who are sanctified, meaning they are overcomers. Yes. And okay. the overcomers are marked unto salvation, meaning uh, no persecution, covered with the blood, yes. protected by angels on assignment, uh, under the shadow of the Almighty, Psalm 91. Those are the overcomers, and we need a scripture for this because it's I was critical. Say, it's you, critical. you got to take us now. You, you've just yeah. said something that a lot of people have never heard. You've talked about two classifications. Take us to the All it right. is written because it, you know people want to know that. It is extremely, extremely important because Revelation chapter 3, verse 10, let's read that. Revelation 3, verse 10. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Here it is. God is saying to the church, to you and me, to the body of Christ, those who persevere, who walk the talk, live the life, mm. those who are filled with His Spirit, filled with His joy, filled with His power, those who are completely sold out to Jesus, red hot for Jesus. Mm -hmm. He says, because you are red hot for Jesus, you persevered when the enemy is coming and attacking and lying and, and going after you, you kept your faith and strong and believing and, and, and praying and trusting God. And because God knows what you're going through and he saw your heart, your commitment, your dedication, that you're walking the, the talk and living the life that is pleasing to him, he says, I will keep you away, not take you away, mm -hmm, I will mm -hmm. keep you away as it was in the days of Noah. Mm -hmm. So that means there are people being kept away from the persecution, the Antichrist will not touch these people, they are under the shadow of the Almighty, they're on earth, just like the children of Israel, in Goshen, yes. in Egypt, and there in Goshen, the sun was shining and there was great darkness upon all mm -hmm, of Egypt. Mm -hmm. And all the judgments came to Egypt, but it didn't touch these people because God was with them. They that, were the overcomers they, of the early uh, Exactly. They were the chosen, the anointed, the blood was covering them. So there is a company on earth that's going to be protected, provided for. El Shaddai by our God, and He's going to meet all their needs according to the riches of His glory. They are protected and provided for because they are sold out to Jesus, red hot for Jesus. Because they're red hot for Jesus, that means they already have their, their robes clean. They don't have to go through A refining. The, the refining of the fire of the great tribulation because they're already ready to meet the Lord. Is that what it means in Daniel 11:32 when it says, those who do wickedly against the covenant, he will corrupt with flattery, but the people that know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Is that the ones that are already sanctified? Those are the ones that are sanctified on fire, I'm talking about on fire for Jesus, red hot for Jesus. Amen and amen. They are not going to be afraid of the Antichrist. They're not afraid to die. They are not afraid to die. And they are in his face. They are rejoicing and praising the Lord in the midst of all the chaos mm. and the, the bloodshed and the, the persecution. They are strong and they're doing exploits, meaning they are in the face of the enemy and they are doing things the enemy can't stop them because of the anointing. They are breaking every yoke of bondage. They are moving from glory to glory, from victory to victory. These are like Jesus. They are walking this earth like Jesus because Jesus said the miracles that I do, you will do. You'll do more amen, than what uh, you see me do. Greater if miracles. You will do greater miracles because I'm going to be with you. I'm going to walk you through because we don't go around the problem. We don't go over the problem. We go through. We, he's taking us through and he's demonstrating his power, his glory to a dying world. It is the last demonstration of the power of our God through his people. The gates of hell will not prevail. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm talking about 
ordinary people doing extraordinary things by the anointing in the worst of times, experiencing the best of times I'm because gonna, God is with them. I want to read two more scriptures and I want you to tell me if these are literal. One of them, Jesus' own words in Luke 21, 17 and 18. Jesus said, all men are going to hate you because of me, but not a hair on your head will perish. Are you saying that is literal? That's for the overcomers. And let me read one more because they kind of go together. Psalm 91, which you've already said, we need to memorize that. It says in verse 7 and 8, A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Is that literal? That is literal in the days we are living in. This Hallelujah. is going to happen in our lifetime. God has a plan to secure his people, protect his people, provide for his people. And right here, 10,000 will fall on your side mm. because of the anointing, because of the presence of God with you, because you're the apple of his eye. He delights in you. He sings a love song over you. You won't allow the enemy to touch you because God has already told us how to escape. This is more important, I think, that we should show the people how to escape you know, how do I survive? I think I know where you're going. How do we survive? We, 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 we got Luke to look at Luke that where 21, you're going? <laughs> verse 36. Let's look at that. How can you prepare to overcome, not to be beheaded? You can overcome the great tribulation by simply doing what Jesus said. There is a way out. You can know that you know that you're not going to be beheaded because that's not the will of God for his children. Only those who need to be sanctified, mm. cleansed, made ready for the wedding feast. All right, we're going to get to that in a minute. Luke 21, 36. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. When you explain that passage, I've got this question. This is from me. Is there a limited number of overcomers or is it available to every born-again believer? Every born-again believer can be an overcomer. Hallelujah. God does not want any of his children to suffer at the hands of the Antichrist. Hallelujah. The great tribulation. God wants all of his children to be victorious, triumphant, and not to be beheaded because he tells us right here to pray always mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we may be counted by God, not by the Antichrist, not by man, mm -hmm. but counted by God worthy to escape. In other words, we are holy, happy, and clean, and we have the royal robe the king has given us, his righteousness, his holiness, his peace, his love. So we are abiding in Christ. And because we are abiding in Christ and we are prayed up and filled up. Yes. And we are counted worthy to escape. That means you want to escape. Get on your knees. Amen, stay amen. on your knees and pray and keep on praying and keep on believing and keep on waiting on the Lord. And he will not fail you. He will count you worthy to escape. People ask me all the time, how are we going to make it mm -hmm. when the Antichrist comes and we can't buy or sell? We can't do nothing because you are under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen and amen. Multiplication of food. Hallelujah. Angels on assignment. Things that you, you have never seen before. I'm talking about ordinary people experiencing extraordinary miracles of God in these last days. Like the children of Israel in the wilderness. Food came from heaven. Elijah, multiplication yes, of food. Yes. I'm talking about Elijah calling fire from heaven to burn up his, his enemies. All those things are going to happen. We, the overcomers, be an overcomer. And that's critical and important because people say, well, well, you know, I'd rather be raptured out of here because rapture is better. <laughs> I, I can watch it from heaven. I, I don't like this thing of being on earth mm. because I may not be prayed up and covered mm. with the Shekinah glory because it is the glory that will protect you. Mm -hmm. His presence will protect you under the shadow of the Almighty. Psalm 91. But there are people that are saying, well, I, I, I rather like this idea of being a secret rapture. <laughs> taken out, going missing, 
so that I'm not here. I am somewhere else as an, as an overcomer. Now, the overcomers are not taken to heaven. They stay here as a living testimony amen that amen. God is with them and that God is in control, that the Antichrist is God's Antichrist with the purpose of disciplining and preparing the church for the wedding feast of the Lamb. Okay, do this for me. You've mentioned that without holiness, no man will see God. Hebrews 12, 14. Make every effort to live in peace with all men and be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. You've just shown us scriptures about the overcomers. But if there is this second classification, the unsanctified believers, there's got to be scripture that shows that there's those people right. there too. Take you, us to the, you, it is written you, you know, you and show you, that. You just, you just read the scripture uh, in Hebrews that you just mentioned. That is the scripture, that without holiness, you may be born again, but without holiness, you cannot see God. So let me make sure I understand that. You're saved, you've been saved by grace, you're going to go to heaven, but you're not holy yet. You're not sanctified yet, you're not purified yet, you're not cleansed yet. And you say there's scriptures that say that Show us that. Show us that it is written that there's people in that category that have to get there to be able to have holiness to see God. You know, having, having gone, let's, let's go to this first and I'll come to that. Okay. Because uh, there's something that we haven't finished, which is John 15, 17, 15. Uh, because I, I want to make sure that people know that we will be here and that there is no uh, sudden disappearance of believers to go to heaven or caught up in this private rapture, a mm -hmm. rapture, that it is the plan of God for the church to be here during this time. John 17, 15. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. That is Jesus praying, keep them away, not take them away. Just like Revelation 3.10. Exactly. Keep them away. So, okay. will the overcomers be kept away? The answer is yes. They will be kept away. How do you qualify to be kept away? What is the, 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 the conditions or the requirements, the prerequisites? What is it that makes you unique, that makes you be separated to be saved from the persecution? Uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Let's read that. Hebrews 12, 14. Make every effort to live in peace with all men and be holy because without holiness, nobody's going to see God. That's it. Without holiness. Now, you can be born again and live in sin. The issue is your name is written in the book of life. He will not lose any, any of his children he knows his to own. the devil. Amen. He knows his own and he's going to keep his own. But his own... Some of them don't live in holiness. They don't have the joy of the Lord. They don't have the peace of God. They're bitter. They're angry. They're unforgiving. They're mean and ugly. And God's going to be like, okay, you're my child, but I have to cleanse you to get you ready for the wedding feast. In other words, the party's about to begin. You, you, we got a window of preparation. That's why when we come to the end of the dispensation of grace, The fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And God brings, Revelation, uh, uh, Romans 11, God brings back the Jewish people. From that moment, the only people God will be dealing with are those born again, not sanctified, to get them ready for the party. Mm. Because it's party time. Now, without holiness, you can't go to the party. You got to have the, 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 the wedding uh, garment mm -hmm. from the Lord, from mm -hmm. the king. So this is the time for those who are not ready to be ready. But mm -hmm. they cannot be ones that have not received Jesus. It's all because the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. Mm -hmm. That means the times of the Gentiles is over. The fullness of the Gentiles is over. The dispensation of grace is over. Now it's the dispensation of preparation, getting ready for the party. It's like, hey, with the party is about to begin, hurry up, get ready, we're about to sit down, 
at the wedding feast of the Lamb. So that is a window that God gives to children, his children that are not ready at this critical moment for entering into the wedding feast of the Lamb. That's why it says, without holiness, no man, no man means mm. no man can see God. Okay. So holiness is, is the prerequisite to enter the, the kingdom of God. And they will be holy. We will all be holy. No one is going to sit at the table unholy. Amen. We amen. will all look like Jesus. Hallelujah. We will all be so transformed into his likeness. There will be no spot, no wrinkle. Amen and amen. The bride has made herself ready. So God's going to help those who are not ready. He's going to help them to get themselves purified. That's the, that passage in Daniel chapter 11, 30, 35. 30, 35. All right, Daniel 11, 35. Some of the wise will stumble. Yeah. So that they may be refined, purified, made spotless until the time of the end. For the end will still come at its appointed time. Now, here, those who are born again, not sanctified, they're going to be purified. That's what we're talking about, that Daniel's talking about. It's the purification of those who know the Lord, those who love the Lord, who need to be purified. And only God knows. We don't mm, know the amen, hearts of people. No, I can't say you're going to go through the great tribulation mm, and be beheaded. Mm, and I'm not going to be going through that. We don't know. But God knows his own. He knows my heart. Mm -hmm. He knows your heart. So this is not like the Antichrist is going to go around killing believers. He has no right to kill any believer. Mm. He's given a list by God himself of mm. the people that he... God saying, that child is mine, I want you to, to, to discipline him. That child is mine, I want you to discipline him. It's going to be the Lord doing that, and that's so critical. Yes. I was going to say, you just said discipline, discipline. Is that what Hebrews 12, 6 means? Because the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes everyone he accepts as a son. Is that what you mean by that's, discipline, discipline? That's exactly. Because wow. he loves all of us, wow. all those who have been born again, loved by God, chosen by God, but living in compromise. Mm. God's love is not going to abandon them and throw them away. No, He is going to discipline them. So the great tribulation is the discipline of the rebellious mm. children of God, Hallelujah. as you find clearly in Scripture. Ephesians 5.27 and to present herself to him as a radiant church without stain or without wrinkle or without blemish, but holy and blameless. Hallelujah. Holy and blameless. Mm. That means we have to, you know, you can't make yourself holy. You got to have the Holy Spirit. Oh, wait a minute. You, you got you, you to ask God to be your joy, <laughs> your peace. He's got to be your all in all, mm -hmm. in Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is your righteousness, and you have to abide in Him. Now, not walk away from Him, because when you're in Him, you have His holiness. When you're in Christ, you have His peace. You, you have everything when you're in Him. But the moment you step out of Christ, you have self-righteousness. Okay. I got I, I to gotta ask you this. Many people are going to be refined and disciplined. The Lord allows the enemy to do that through captivity and beheadings. Let's say that someone comes up and through this beast system that is going to be there, they say, you have to take this mark of the beast, and if you don't, you're going to get beheaded. We're going to have a guillotine right over there, and you just step in, and we're going to cut your head off. And the person then says, I'll take the mark of the beast. Don't, don't take my head off. Am I understanding then that that person's name was never written in the book of life? Even though they say they're a Christian, even though they went to Sunday school, even though they were, their parents were elders in the church, am I understanding that that person right there, because they feared death and did not accept the discipline God had for them, that they were never really in the book of life anyway? Well, you know, those are the nominal Christians. The lukewarm. That, yeah, they have a form of godliness. Without the power. Without the power thereof. Okay. And those are the people that um, 
are Christians in name only. Okay. And so those are going to surrender to the Antichrist and they're going to take his number. And they'll be and, separated And forever. they'll be separated from God for all eternity because they were never written in the book of life. Okay. Those who are written in the book of life, they will never take the number of the beast because their names are written in the Hallelujah. book of life. Hallelujah. They love not their lives. They overcome him by the blood of the Lamb, by the word Hallelujah. of their testimony because they, they love, love not their, their lives unto death. death. Hallelujah. Because they're in love with Jesus. You can't mm. be in love with two people. When you're in love with Jesus, you, you, it doesn't matter what it costs you. Because mm. to be a disciple is, means to be ready to be martyred, ready to die for Jesus. That's what this is all about. That means you don't have to go through martyrdom. You just have to choose to pray always. Choose to walk in holiness <laughs> so that you may be counted worthy to, to escape, escape. Amen the and amen. great tribulation. God will have a victorious church, a powerful church, a triumphant church. I'm talking about a militant church yes. will be on the earth in the face of the Antichrist, in the face of the beast and the false prophet and the new world order. They will be here speaking about the Lord declaring him openly and the devil won't have power over them because God's power is in them and they are going from glory to glory, amen from amen. victory to victory. Okay, we're running a little long, but I, I, we've got to finish this. I want to now go to the last part of this fifth seal and I want us to look at verses 10 and 11. I'm going to read it again, Revelation 6, 10 through 11. They called out in a loud voice, how long, sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the full number of their servants, their brothers and sisters, were killed just as they had been. Does, are you saying there in that passage that God knows the last Gentile that's got to come in before the rapture takes place? Is that what that is saying? Explain that. You know, the scriptures are clear. It's the doctrines of men that are not clear. If we just take scripture to explain scripture, because everything we need to understand the scriptures is in scriptures. In other words, there are pieces of the puzzle all through the scriptures. Now we come to a very critical point that you are now showing us here in this, in this very passage that they're crying out to the Lord. The souls of those who have been beheaded under the altar. They're saying, God, how long mm -hmm. is this going to go on before you revenge uh, our blood? Mm -hmm. And God says to them, the number of those who are on my list to be beheaded is not yet complete because the Antichrist has no power over the believers, mm -hmm. but only that he's given. That means the list is given to him by God mm -hmm. and is guided by Amen. God to discipline his own children and prepare his children to enter the kingdom of God without spot, without wrinkle. Amen. The son that he loves, he disciplines. Mm -hmm. So this is the discipline of the Lord and they're asking God how long because they're thinking that the Antichrist, the New World Order, has the power to destroy the church and mm. God's like, no, no, he, no. He, he, the, the devil, the antichrist, the false prophet, they don't have power. I have a list I've given them of my children mm -hmm. that I need to be disciplined. Mm. Let me read a, two passages here that I think show that. Revelation 13, 10. If anybody's to go into captivity, into captivity he will go. If anyone is to be killed with a sword, with the sword he'll be killed. This calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on the part of the saints. And then again in Daniel 11:33, as those of the people who understand shall instruct many, yet for many days they'll fall by the sword and flame by captivity and plunder. Now, we're talking about those that know God are going to do exploits. 
and then those who know God, who are compromised, they are going to be beheaded as a, it says, purification. That they may be purified. Exactly. Because it's a purification, the final purification before the party. Mm -hmm. I mean, how awesome is it to go through the fire of the great tribulation so that you don't go to the eternal fire of hell for mm -hmm. all eternity. Mm -hmm. That God says, okay, you're not ready, you're not prepared, but I'm going to help you get ready. I'm going to use the great tribulation, the fire of the great tribulation to purify you and receive you. What a wonderful, wonderful expression of the love of the Father. That he cares and loves each one of us and that he will give us the grace and the strength to go through the martyrdom, to be beheaded for, 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 for the sake of Christ and to demonstrate our commitment to him and to prove to the world that we love the Lord. And I mean, this is the final testimony to the world mm. because the early church, most of all the, the apostles, except John, the beloved, they were martyred for their faith. Mm. The church was under martyrdom, experiencing martyrdom for 325 years. Mm -hmm. When the church was going through the martyrdom, it was the most powerful, the most anointed, and they, they turned the world upside down during the martyrdom because martyrdom, the persecution of the saints, brings the best stuff out of us. It makes us more powerful. It demonstrates the power of God in, in ways that we cannot even think of in good times. Mm. That's why the early church was able to turn the whole world upside down because of the great, tri because of the tribulation mm. that lasted 325 years. Mm -hmm. Final question, as we get ready to close, what happens to those people that are refined, that die in captivity, that die by the sword, what happens to those that are under the altar, that are crying out, that are, have been persecuted or martyred or are going to be persecuted or martyred? What happens to the dead? What happens to those who have been martyred? First Thessalonians, let's go there. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Hallelujah. Then we who are alive, the overcomers, alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds with the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. I say hallelujah. Isn't that <laughs> wonderful? It's powerful and that it's is right wonderful. here. That Tells us what's going to happen. Hallelujah. You know, the dead in Christ, in Christ, mm. in Christ, in Christ, mm. will be raised first. The overcomers will catch up with them as they go up. <laughs> to meet the Lord in the air. In the twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. That means all of God's children the redeemed of the Lord, those who were compromised mm -hmm. and soiled and dirty, all cleansed through the fire of the great tribulation. Now the whole body is clean, holy, ready for the party. Mm, and when we God. are called up, he calls the whole family will be gathered unto him. Those who have gone before us who are mm. dead and those who are alive will all be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. The family will be gathered together before the party will begin. There is no special group that goes ahead mm. of, of, of the rest. We go together mm. and we sit at the banqueting table together mm. and we are going to go through the great tribulation 
together. Amen. Those who are Amen. to be beheaded will be beheaded. Those who are the overcomers will wait for those to be beheaded so that together we'll meet the Lord in the air when the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ Glory. will be raised first in a twinkling of an eye. Hallelujah. Oh, that day is coming. We're in the, in the time, the season, in the window Amen. of the coming Amen. of our Lord Jesus Christ. And you better get prayed up and filled up so that you'll be counted worthy to escape these Amen. things. Jesus prayed, God, don't take them away. He said, keep them away from the evil one. God will keep you away from the evil one. If you get yourself prayed up and Amen. filled up Amen. and begin to walk in the spirit, begin to read the Bible, begin to, to, to forgive those who have hurt you, mm -hmm. begin to walk in, in that the joy, the joy of the Lord, having an attitude of gratitude, being thankful to God, and just knowing that he that called you is faithful. He will keep you. He will watch over you. He will protect <laughs> you. That there is no, no weapon formed against you will prosper because Hallelujah. you are under the shadow of the Almighty. Memorize Psalm 91. Mm. Memorize it. Memorize it because that is your weapon of mass destruction against the kingdom of Satan. May God bless you. Ooh. Thank you, Jesus. I wish he'd get fired up every now and then. <laughs> you have now heard on the fifth seal. Last week, fourth. Now the fifth. Next week, we'll be doing the sixth seal. You've heard from this last day's prophet, this man of God, exactly what God is saying to those that will go into captivity. There will be some. You don't have to be one of those. It's your choice. You can be an overcomer. You can already be there. We pray that you will want to be an overcomer, that you will not fear death, that you will be an overcomer. As always, you can get everything and know everything going on here at Good News World, at WRNO, our radio station, everything with this ministry. You can get that by going to this link at the bottom of your page. You'll see this web link. You can go there and put in your email address and just put in your email and we'll send you everything that's happening here at our church, everything going on with our radio station. We ask that you pray about how you might help our radio station, WRNO, where we reach 1.3 billion people around the world. We're going 12 hours a day. We want to go to 24 hours a day. We need your help, your prayers. We covet your prayers and your, your blessings, your, your finances, your tithes, your offerings. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit how you might give to this ministry. God loves a cheerful giver and he'll give to you, pressed down, shaking together and running over as you give. Two ways you can give. You can go to this link and there's a uh, donate button at the bottom of the page. You can put in your credit card information and give as the Holy Spirit would tell you to give. The second way is you can write a check, cashier's check, money order, personal business checks, make those out to Good News World and here at the bottom of the, your screen is a P.O. box. You can mail those to that P.O. box that you have there. We just want to say thank you again for listening into these. Share these videos with them. Give us a thumbs up. Add your comments to them. We'll be back next week with the sixth seal of Revelation 6. For now, Dr. Morey, close and thank the people. You know, you say to me, man of God, can you pray for me? I'm sick. I'm wounded. I'm hurting. I'm lonely. I don't have the peace of God. I've been rejected. I don't know what to do. I want to pray for you. Mm. Because there is a miracle. Our God is still in the miracle working business. Yes, amen. If you believe, you will receive. If you doubt, you will go without. I want you to just believe right now mm. that God's touching you. God's changing your circumstances. That he's doing a new thing in your life because God loves you too much to leave you where you are. He's got something better for you to do. There is a future and a hope for you in Christ Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come against every foul, evil mm. spirit that will torment the people of God and rob them of their destiny. Father, I pray right now that what the kanker worm has eaten, what has been taken away from them, Father, will be restored. Yes, that the time of the restoration of all things might mm. begin in every person that's listening to my prayer. 
Father, I thank you for the heart that's saying, Lord, here I am. Help me. You are their helper. We ask in the name of Jesus that you meet each one of them at their point of need right now in Jesus' name. And maybe you don't know Jesus. You've never received me as your personal savior. And you want to know Jesus. You don't want to spend an eternity in the lake of fire. You want to spend your eternity with God. God loves you. God paid the price for your sins. And he wants you to spend an eternity with him. If you're ready, pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I receive you as my personal Savior. I open my heart. I say, come into my heart. Forgive all my sins. Mm. Cleanse me by your precious blood. You, Write my name in your book of life. Mm. God, I thank you for Jesus. And I thank you that you said you'll never leave me nor forsake Hallelujah. me. From this day forth, walk with me, Father. Mm. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen and amen.